This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is episode 136 of the Valiant Center Podcast. Live once again on the Twitch machine. We got tired of Twitter machines. Fuck Twitter machines. Twitch machines is where it's at. I still don't know what Twitch is. It's, uh... What do people use Twitch for? I don't know why people want to watch us either. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should replace our video with naked ladies. Does Twitch allow that? No. I'm going go to I'm gonna go to other Twitch channels. They sound more interesting. <laughs> Ooh. Jamamine for Paul's video. Yeah, probably. Leave Paul Paul on. I'll think about stopping rocking. Leave Paul alone. With the drugs I'm on, I feel like I'm more still when I'm moving. So I think what I'm going to do instead is uh, I'm going to add video chat and recording to the Nerdy Legion website. Um, And then I can do all this and just stream that page. I think that'll be easier. Whatever you say. That's right. Damn right. All right, 136. Nothing happened. This podcast is over. All right, have a good night. Thanks for coming on Twitch. I thought it was pretty good. What, this podcast? Yeah, it's a great episode. Really? You know it's pretty good? This is pretty good. Watch this, watch this. I know you're going to be delayed, Paul. This is pretty good. The Valiant Central Podcast Mug. So you can drink all your fine boxed wines. Yeah. All right. Um, yes, we are going to be talking about uh, what? Who's this guy? Batista. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. What was he? He was a wrestler, right? Yeah, he was a wrestler, and then of course he played Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and I like. Obviously, it was kind of an odd role. Uh, but I liked him in it, and I was excited to see them talking about him for uh, for Eternal Warrior. And uh, we talked before about how they, you know, they need some big names that are going to draw people in, and I think that that's one that you know, it's not just getting the the biggest name that's not going to fit the role, but it's somebody with the real name that's been in other comic properties too. So, like, I'm excited about it. So I thought that uh, I thought Aaron was trolling me when he uh, when he commented today because we were in our chat and Aaron said something about Batista. Uh, oh no, he's he's at the link, and I, I was mad, dude. I was so mad when I saw that link because uh, yeah, you're right. Last week we talked about Jared Leto doing what was it Bloodshot, um, and now this week we've got Batista as Eternal uh, Warrior, and I was I was a little upset. Um, I know Ronnie, Ronnie was happy that I was mad because, like, it seemed it seemed weird, right? Like Leto Leto's already he has a name, right? And he was Joker in Suicide Squad. And say what you will about the movie, uh, the movie was fun. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine, whatever. Uh, but the movie was fun. And then Batista's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. He did two of those. Uh, Jack can probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure he's going to be in. That Infinity War movie, right? So, I mean, he, he's kind of built his career with this Marvel franchise. And it seemed it seemed like a troll to me when I saw the link that he would do it. And so at first I was like, some freaking marketing thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just you, throwing out names that people already know from existing comic book movies uh, just to get, like, extra PR. Uh, and it made me it made me it made me a little mad. And then and then I actually read it. Uh, I read the article, and apparently, uh, it came from Batista. Yeah. So here's the tweet. If you're on on stream, you can see it. If you haven't seen it, uh, I guess somebody asked about the Eternal Warrior project. So I, I don't know how that seemed a little odd. Anyways, but he confirmed that he is going to be Eternal Warrior. And they don't have a script yet. They're working on the script, but they want to make it fan-worthy. Okay, so you can see the tweet here. Uh, Dinesh commented on it. I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, so I guess uh, I guess that means it's for real, right? 
Sure. <laughs> I, I I liked the news. Like that that's a piece that makes me more excited than you know, when they, they announced uh linking Leto's name uh to Bloodshot that's kinda whatever he didn't say anything about it, you know. But so seeing Batista being the one saying something about it, uh you know, I mean he seems genuine. I'm sure that whenever anybody's approached about a role they might be doing, they're gonna come across that way because, you know, they want to keep the doors open anyways, but um, I liked it. It makes me, uh, it, it's a piece of news that, even though it's not huge news or anything, it's uh, more concrete than most of the news we've gotten. Yes. Uh, I'm curious, though, because, I mean, his, his role as Drax is not what I would expect Gilad to be in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I would expect someone a little more serious, someone maybe with some acting chops. And I'm not saying he can't act, but the only thing I've seen him act in is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and he was he was acting, so he's going to act differently when he's playing Gilad. Yeah, I guess so. Martin. I guess so, I guess so. Go watch his wrestling. You'll see a wide <laughs> array of acting. Sometimes well, he acts like he can wrestle, sometimes he doesn't. So so the thing, the follow-up to that was, then I remembered Blade Runner. Because I don't know if you've ever seen the original, but there's a new Blade Runner movie coming out. Um, and Batista's in it. He's in the trailer. And he plays a serious role in that movie. Um, yes, Dennis, that's what I'm talking about. Um, he plays a serious role in that movie. And so I'm very curious, like, judging by what I saw of that trailer, um, he might be able to pull it off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the problem is like when you when you have an actor that does uh, a, a particular type of role um, and they end up getting typecast as that role uh, and I know that like, like people that are watching or listening or whatever if you're a wrestling fan you might get mad at me um, like we all, we all know wrestling's fake right like that's not that's not news right spoiler alert uh, wrestling's fake um, and sure you like you need to act but it doesn't seem to me to be like the level of acting with very few exceptions as like a professional movie actor. You see what I'm saying? Um, like I, I can watch wrestling and I can be like, oh God, that dude's a fucking terrible actor, right? Um, but I, I might still enjoy the character, right? So like I like Miz. I know you guys don't like Miz because he's a fucking douchebag. Um, but like he's not a good actor, right? He's probably never going to do anything but be the Miz. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like maybe he, I'm typecasting him in that Drax role. Does that make sense? Yeah, these other guys are saying he's in a bunch of other stuff. Really? Um, yeah, he was in a Bond film apparently. Huh. Well, Aaron. Aaron says he's been in a bunch of movies. I don't know. I mean, I've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. That's all that I've seen. Um, he's he's a wrestler that has really made the transition into doing movies, not straddling the fence. You got guys like The Miz who, I mean, he started out in reality TV. Then he worked that into becoming a wrestler. Uh, and he does what he does really well. So, you know, people who like to watch good wrestling and people play their roles well like The Miz uh, for what he does because he makes you not like him, which is what a heel is supposed to do. Um, he's been... He was in some movie, but he, he's the type of actor that would be in, like, the WWE films. You know, like, Kane's been in a bunch of WWE horror films and stuff like that. Mm. But Batista... He's out of wrestling. He's into acting. So if he if he ever gets involved in wrestling again, it's uh, that's the secondary thing for him. Just like The Rock now, you know, the mm-hmm. The Rock has transitioned to to Hollywood, and he's done a good job of it. I remember when he was in uh, the Mummy movie, and then they made that Scorpion King Scorpion movie, and they're just like, "This is terrible." Mm-hmm. And uh, they had that horrible, horrible CG in that Mummy movie. Uh, but he's he's done good. Like I enjoy the Rock in anything he does now, because he's really tre- he he focused on becoming an actor. He's not a wrestler who's acting also to make more money and stuff like that. You look at like Hulk Hogan. He 
did a whole bunch of movies, but he was always a wrestler first and an actor second, even when he was putting that first, you know? So some people can make the transition, some people can't, and I think seeing Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy, like, he was... He wasn't a wrestler. It wasn't like watching Seamus play Rocksteady mm-hmm. in an internal movie. Like, but Batista was the character Drax. It wasn't, okay, here's this guy with a name that people will recognize, so we're going to put him in this role, but he it's just that guy in the role, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, I agree with The Rock, though. And The, Rock, the Rock's interesting because he's got... He's got a pretty big range. I think he gets typecast in into a certain type of roles, uh, but he's he's got a pretty wide range. Like he's done some pretty serious movies, um, that's that had like comedic relief in the background. But he he was not the comedic relief. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the serious part of the movie. Um, then he's done kid films. Like my my kid and I have watched uh, Moana like thirty times, um, and he's he's freaking hilarious in Moana. Uh, Martin is broken. No, I'm not. Bro- I'm not broken, Ronnie. Sorry, I changed my mind. Ronnie's making wrestling references that nobody else gets because <laughs> nobody else's mind is 100% wrestling all the time, except Ronnie and Mike. Well, fifty-fifty because he thinks about baseball half the time too. Yeah, but he still thinks that's wrestling. <laughs> uh, Jack says the only reason I podcast is to jumpstart my Hollywood career. I hear you, buddy. That's why we're doing video, so Paul can get uh, Paul can be the new Drax. He can be Drax too, and in, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy thirty five. Yeah, Dennis is right. Drax is a great character in that movie. He's fucking hilarious in that well, movie, especially in the second one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he and just like Jack says, it's or sorry, not Jack. Dennis says it's it's all about timing because the stuff that he's saying is really pretty dry or mm-hmm. not really funny stuff. But it's all it's all the timing. It's all how it's done, and he does it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm, uh, I'm hey, everybody, stop talking about movies I don't fucking care about. <laughs> if the word remake is in your description, shut up about it. All right, I don't care about Top Gun remakes. I don't care about what you say, Blade Runner. Fuck that. What? Talk about movies that don't have the word remake in the goddamn title. Blade Runner's not a remake. Fuck it. It's a sequel. Fuck your sequel. <laughs> So, so we're good. We're good with this Batista thing, right? Um, Jack made a comment a little bit earlier that he sees Drax more as Bloodshot and Leto more as Eternal Warrior. Um, I don't Whatever. See, I don't see. I don't see Leto as Eternal Warrior at all. Um, I I don't see any of these guys as anything until I see them do it. So who cares? All right. So that so there's the next thing, right? Because this came up in our chat on Facebook today, um, like. Should we even care? Like, is it even worth discussing? Right? Because we're hearing about movie, movie, movie. But, Paul, I don't know if you remember when you, Josh, and I were doing uh, Ivar's Long Box, rest in peace. Um, and there was, I can't remember what book it was, but in the letters column, somebody asked about movies. This is like a book from 92, 93. Uh, somebody asked about movies. And in the letter column, it said, yeah, we're like this, this particular uh, properties optioned um, work is being done on this movie and then here we are what like 25 years later uh, still waiting for whatever this movie was you see what I'm saying so like should we care do we care about the movies TV shows anything like that I, I think we've said every time we talk about it that we don't care that much about the news like something has to happen that's why this this quote news today i thought this was actually interesting because then i can like take this and think about like okay what is batista going to be like as eternal warrior and then you know like that that could be kind of interesting to think about but pulling stuff out of my ass of oh well this person should be this person i i hate fan casting I see certain people do it all the time, and they'll say a name. Oh, this actor should be this person. I don't even know who the fuck the actor is because they're like they're fan casting like a fucking hipster, trying to say people that nobody else will know. So they'll like be throwing out the obscure names. It doesn't mean anything. Like that's the worst. I fucking hate fan casting. Um, but you know when it's like this, and Batista's like, "Ooh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this." Well, that makes it more interesting. 
Is that something to actually talk about? Leto is bloodshot. I, I don't have anything to think about that right now because he hasn't said anything about it. All they've said is that that he's. I, what did they even say? It's not like it's in the bag or anything. No, they just said something about uh, rumor is blah blah blah. Um, th- yeah, and you're right. And the difference with this rumor is that Batista is the one that said it. It wasn't somebody at Valiant or somebody like that leaked it at some production company um, or anything like that. Because uh, usually the rumors come, a lot of the rumors come from Dinesh. Because we all know Dinesh loves to just, you know, tease people, right? Um, so it is it is interesting that it comes from the actor himself. So that tells me that maybe that's a little further along than whatever, whatever other movies or TV shows they're talking about. Does that make sense? Like to to already yeah. have an actor, I, I feel is more important. Um, to have the actor actually talking about it is important. I yeah. mean, whether regardless of how, I mean, because clearly it's not far into production or anything. Sure. Uh, but the fact that the actor is talking about it, I mean, how many things are are you know is any actor, you know, potentially doing or like working on putting together at a time? Like, I would have to imagine that an actor has, like, lots of balls in the air with different movies and projects and stuff at all times. Mm-hmm. So if something is important enough to the actor for them to comment on it, then, like, there's something more substantial there. That means it's important to them. If, you know, if, I mean, if, if Batista has other more important things going on, it's just going to be on the back burner. He's not really going to think about it until something more comes of it. So definitely makes it more interesting that he's actually talking about it. That, that's a little curious, though. Um, I mean, I, I, surely an actor would have to plan roles years ahead of time, right? Because, um, I mean, how long does it take to make a movie? Like three to six months, I, I would think at least, right? Minimum uh, for the acting part. And then we, whatever, however long it takes for special effects. Yeah, it all depends on the movies. I mean, some movies take longer and some movies get pumped out really quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, like, John Wick, I think that was done in, like, six weeks, right? Uh, that was done in, like, uh, one take with a steady cam. <laughs> one take with a steady cam. Like, yeah, fuck it. We don't care about the acting. I mean, we casted Keanu Reeves as the star. Dude, that was a good movie. Twitch chat. That was a good movie. It was a fun movie to watch. <laughs> it was a good action movie. When you use action as the caveat in a movie, that clearly is lowering the expectations of some, some aspects of it. Mm, good point. Let's move on. I'm done with that. Uh, I, I, I am hope, too. I, 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 I you brought it back out. up. We were all done, and you're just like, well, let's, let me just say the same thing again. Talk about it some more. Hey, you know what? Lick my balls. No. You have dogs in your house for that. It's true. It's peanut butter. That is a good point. Uh, you put you, peanut butter on your balls, you'll get them licked. <laughs> Do you guys like Facing the Future Force? Did you read that? No, I haven't. I'm working on catching up on everything right now. I just read uh, Britannia number four. Well, Britannia two number four. Uh, so I, I wrapped that one up. Uh, I reread Secret Weapons number one, mm-hmm. and I'm getting ready to read Secret Weapons number two. And just rereading number one because it's been a while since I've read it. It is so good. It's really good. It's really yeah. Good. I was talking with Chris a little bit, and he was saying that's his favorite thing coming out right now, and. I don't really disagree with that. Like, I, I love EXO. I think EXO is really great. Uh, but Secret Weapons has that something special feeling about it. Dude, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I know Jack Jack was talking all about, uh, was it, King, Kent's EXO? And, uh, mm-hmm. of course, we had a joke and say, if, if Dysart wrote it, it would be better, right? Because, you know, we, we got to please Chris. We got to bring Dysart in. Um, I do have a, a Dysart. I, I have a Dysart comment here in a few minutes. Um but I, I agree. You know me. I love EXO. But I'm going to say this. Um, Kent's EXO is not Venditti's EXO, and Venditti's EXO has a special place in my heart. Uh, very much like Venditti has a special place in my heart because we talk about grandma recipes whenever we uh, see each other. Um, but that's not to say it's not good. And I think I think EXO is a fantastic book. But I will agree with you. Secret Weapons is by far the best thing they're putting out. Um, EXO is second, but I think for me, even the gap between the two, um, is, is pretty big. Um, and even with just two issues out, 
there's it's like pure character building, right? And that's what that's what I was good at. Um, and that's the the type of book that I really enjoy, where it's about how the characters interact and get to a place where the story is kind of secondary, if that makes sense. Yeah, it it just has that something special feel about it when something is new and that's hard to get. And that's why, you know, Valiant has to try things with different people. And, um, you know, we, we've talked about Rafer and, I mean, he took over after uh, Venditti on a title. He took out, uh, over after Dicehart on a title. Now we see Hacer get to start something new. And when you start something new, you you get that opportunity for that fresh feeling. And uh, it just gives so much potential for it to be really special and amazing. And, like, this is a great start for Hacer. Um, am I saying his name right? Uh, sure, why not? It, I think it's Heiserer, but I don't know if it matters. Okay, Heiserer. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's... It's a book that on paper you look at, you're like, well, this looks like it could be fun. But then you read it, and you're like, well, this is more than just fun. Because, I mean, in one issue, they make you care about a psyot that can talk to birds and a psyot that uh, can randomly generate things without any control yeah. over what he does. He's my which, favorite, by the way. Yeah, and you – I mean, you look at the abilities. Like, the, the promotion they did at the uh, – at whatever convention it was where – they had people saying what their terrible special power was. You know, they had the high my power is stickers. Mm-hmm, yeah. that, was, that was a fun way to get people like thinking about the title. Uh, but it, it highlighted the aspect of this that could be super cheesy and kind of make it just, yeah, it's fun, is that the powers are stupid. It, it's kind of ridiculous. But they, you know, Heiser took a book about people with stupid, ridiculous powers and and you're not just going, okay, uh, what's the name of the guy that, that has that power? I can't remember. Let me see if I have it on here. I'll pull it up real quick. Whatever his name is, though, you're not saying, oh, well, th- well this is the guy that does that. Right. You're saying, oh, this is who this person is. That just have, you know, that happens to be his power, but his character isn't his power. His power is just part of his character. There's a big difference in that. Yeah, it's secondary, right? Uh, yeah, I mean... And I'm sure that's why Chris likes the book so much. Um, I think once once the book is over, I like to talk to Chris about it on on the podcast. Um, His name is Owen. Thank you, Travis, Owen. for being Pastor Martin. So, well, you know, I gotta go through my email and find the stupid link. That's um, not my problem. Well, it is now. But uh, thank you, Travis. By the way, Travis had a good fan casting. I know you hate fan casting. Uh, what was the name? Karen Gillan as uh, Flamingo? By default, he didn't. Thumbs up. Fan casting's terrible. Oh, thumbs up. I'm with you, though. She's hot. So, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Secret Weapons. But like I said, it's it's about the characters, right? Because, like, what's what's really happening? Like, there's nothing really happening in that book, right? Like, Livewire is kind of trying to understand these kids. These kids don't know her. But they know each other, so they can rely on each other. And then Rexo is just out to kill them. Like it, well, it, the plot is Rexo's not, not out to kill them exactly. Rexo's out sure. to actually absorb their powers. Absorb the powers yeah. Which reading it a second time, there's a lot of stuff that for some reason I just didn't really absorb the first time around. Um, so th- I mean, the, the plot of the story is really interesting, even though it's these these characters with these ridiculous powers. Uh, that's not what the plot of the story is either. The plot of the story is this creature that we don't know exactly what it is, but he's not from this world from how they set it up at the beginning is out to to kill them and absorb their powers. I mean, there's the threat of the killing, but if it were just that, it would be kind of, okay, well, that's simple. But the absorbing the powers adds a whole other element to it and makes it a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ronnie's got a good point. No, we can't say that. Ronnie's got a terrible point. Ronnie, you're never right. Go away. I'm just kidding. Um, it's fresh and new. No other threads tied. Uh, the what? Is that in English? With no other threads tied. Uh, I never mind. He said it's fresh and new. Yes. Rewrite your sentence, Ronnie. Actually, um, he wrote it pretty well. You just couldn't read for shit. That's possible. With no other threads. It's to fresh tie. and new. Oh, with okay, no other yeah, threads yeah. to tie it. into the overall picture. 
punctuation would be nice there, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. So they're free to do what they want, which makes it better. Yeah, that's exactly the case. And that's part of the problem with Valiant publishing so few titles. And we've, you know, I mean, we've talked plenty in the past before where we don't want to see those core titles go away, and that frustrates us. Uh, but we also want to have the opportunity to see things like secret weapons. So, you know, to have both, you need a little bit more breathing room than six fucking issues a month, Valiant. Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, put some more stuff out. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we want this, and then we want those core things to be core and to be solid and to be reliable. Uh, part of the problem, I think, over the last couple of years is the things that have been like what Secret Weapons is, where it's new and fresh, haven't been what, what like, the core Valiant fan wants necessarily. So with everything else always churning, it makes it hard. If you had those reliable titles that didn't change and go away, uh, then I think the the churning of those of the you know the books that are new and different would feel a little bit different. But I don't know. I mean, over the last year, if we look at over the last year, like Faith has been a success, even if a lot of mm-hmm. hardcore Valiant fans don't love Faith. I don't care, whatever. Like that book has been successful. At what it's done. Um, but Gen Zero, I mean, even if you enjoyed it, Gen Zero and Renegade and, um, God, what was some of the other ones? Uh, they just, they, they just weren't clicking right. Like I read Gen Zero and I enjoyed it for what it was, but it still just felt like meh, where secret weapons doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no Valiant books this week. That's correct. Um, Actually, that's completely incorrect. There are Valiant books every week because they're already printed. They're right there. <laughs> there aren't new ones being released this week. God damn it, Aaron. I think there's a trade, and that's it. Um, I haven't been keeping track. We'll get we'll get to that later. Uh, Rexo is collecting. Yeah, Travis got a good point too. I don't know uh, if you know this, but Travis uh, he, he's on on top of things. Travis is on point. Travis, why are you not on this podcast? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, good point. Rex is collecting useless powers and proving they can be effective. Um, I think that's what's really interesting about the book. Um, I I know OTV came up in the chat uh, a few minutes ago. I don't know if you listened to the latest episode of OTV. It came out either yesterday or today. Um, it was really good. Uh, Sean did a freaking awesome job. He went to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, and he had a little snippet of the panel. He, he moderated a panel. Uh, he had you know what? That. I have good. to interrupt you. He did a terrible job at that convention because he did not get me the Usagi Odimbo <laughs> figure so badly. I think it was, what, like 80 bucks? It wasn't cheap, dude. No, it was only 30 bucks. Really? Yeah, and it's selling for 200 on eBay now. Mm. Like, I, I knew there was no chance of me getting it if... Uh, if I didn't get lucky, but he went by every morning and it was sold out first thing every morning already, which didn't really surprise me, but I really wanted it. Mm-hmm. Well, get it on eBay. Paul has a face. Yes, Paul has a face. He he also has pants on this week. That's why he has video. Last week he refused to wear pants. Um, what were we even talking about? I don't know. I got you off track because I didn't care about what you were saying. God damn it. You were talking about OTV. Oh yeah, OTV. Uh, you should listen to the new episode. It's really good. Um, the there's some there's some stuff on the panel which is fine, um, but there's 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 a little Dysart thing in there. Uh, apparently, Sean ran into Dysart at a taco shop, which is cool. Um, and then on the way home, he ran into Dinesh at the train station. So they talked on the train on the way back to LA. Um, and, and there's some really interesting information. And, and one of the things that came up um, about, I, I hope it was on this podcast. I'm pretty sure it was. But one of the things that came up about Secret Weapons is um, how there's been there's been a ton of comics that have done similar things, right? Um, but where a lot of the inspiration appears to be some of those old X-Men books, uh, like the good ones, the ones that you're reading, Paul. Um where it's not always about like the powers, 
Um, and that's why it's especially important here because the powers don't matter in this book because they all have shitty powers. Um, it's not about the powers, but about the interactions between people and then how you choose to use those powers, right? Um, damn, I got a freaking hairball in my mouth. So, like, e even even the worst powers will have some kind of importance in some aspect of a, a fight or whatever, some kind of crisis. Um, and I think one of the examples that came up, uh, I don't know who it was I was talking, but I'm pretty sure it was Heiser, um, was there was a book where, like, uh, somebody like their powers to turn into a purple chipmunk or something, okay? Um, and like that's a that's a useless power. Like, why would you want to be a chipmunk, right? Like that's dumb. But this th these people get trapped somewhere, and the way they escape is this particular mutant or meta or whatever it was um, can turn to a chipmunk, get into like the AC vents, get out of the room, turn back into their human form, and let the rest of the people out of the room. Right, so normally turning into a chipmunk would be stupid, but in this case, it makes total sense. Um, it actually helps a team, even though it's a stupid power. Um... <laughs> You're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Paul, you, you need to be consistent with your screen names, okay? I don't know who Slick GL is. I don't know why it, it tagged me with that screen name because that's that was uh, for my first email address. And I've signed into stuff with that, but it just it gave me that. It didn't give me a choice. Uh, maybe I can go in and change it. Yeah, you should um, talk to uh, you should talk to Garrett. He's the uh, the Twitch expert, apparently. So let's uh, let's go over some of these comments. Uh, first of all, Yo Gaza, stop saying inane things. <laughs> killing the chat space. You don't need to know how I am. You're listening to me talk. Um, <laughs> But Fuck the layout. Fuck you. Fuck your couch. You got hairballs from licking your dog's balls. See, you get sure. them doing it the other way. Um, so, uh, God damn it, people. Stop commenting while I'm trying to look. Uh, Jack said, uh, Ronnie asked him to ask, do you think Exo being armor like Eternal, like Warrior Eternal is to end ah, fucking people? God damn it. All right, listen, if you're going to type the, in chat, <laughs> fucking spell correctly, okay? Yeah, that's a Ronnie sentence there. That one deserves <laughs> some attention. Uh, Travis's crazy theory, Owen is sending all the items to himself in the future at key times. I'll debunk that right now. Why would he send himself a shotgun at his job? That served no other purpose. You can come up with crazy theories why that would have a purpose. But ultimately, even if you try to explain stuff away, it's too cute. I mean, he sends himself an umbrella... Uh, so he can have it to pull down the, the ladder escape. I think that's just being clever with what you have available. Um, but if in reality he was sending himself something from the future, I think he would just like get to the point and not be like, oh, this will be hilarious in the past. Well, by by, by the way, though, if that were actually his power, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh uh, useless comment, useless comment, useless comment. I'm behind on chat, so let me uh, let me see. Don't care how many comments come out every month. I want more Lux editions. Yes. I can't afford those fuckers. I'll stick with trade paperbacks now. I had a ton of the deluxe editions, and I just like I I couldn't keep up. They were starting to go out of print. I just didn't want to deal with that. Plus, so, then you, you get afraid to read. I mean, they're nice, but you get afraid to read them. They're, I mean, I don't get a, a collection to be tender with it. Like, you, you get a collection so you don't have to hurt your floppies, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just doing trades. I'm going to do, I'm going to either record a podcast or do a live stream uh, of me cutting down on my fucking pull list. Um,. I, you know what? You need to do what I've been telling people to do. We need to take your pull list and cut it down together because I've been telling people, yeah. just send me your pull list and I'll do that. Yeah. And they're always like, no, you'll just get rid of everything. No, I won't get rid of everything. I'll get rid of the stuff that I know you don't like. We have all these friends. Yeah. And they, how many comics did you say you're getting, Martin? 75 to 100? 75 to 100, yeah. I can yeah. cut 20 comics off your list that you won't even complain about one of them. No, I mean, I can, like, oh, yep, yep, you're right. I, I, can yep. probably, I can probably cut at least 20 to 30 uh, on my own without even thinking about it. It's just and a matter of actually doing it. 
all you know all these people that are like uh, oh well well I have to I have to give it an arc or a couple arcs or a few arcs even I mean, even just saying I have to give everything an arc if you're getting a hundred books and you don't like twenty of them and you give it an arc you're wasting three hundred twenty dollars to well, well I gotta no, give it a chance no no I disagree with that wasting is kind of um, like if I didn't get enjoyment out of them then yes it would be wasting. But to me, I'm getting enjoyment out of it, and so it's not wasting money at all. Um, I guarantee you there's enough books you're not getting enjoyment well, out of so, that you're wasting money. So with that said, there are books that are not worth three ninety nine to me, right? Um, and there's some books that are cheaper that are worth way more. Uh, like some of the alternative books, like at $150, like i am getting at least $3 worth of entertainment out of, out of those alternative books. Oh yeah, see those are great. That's why like I wouldn't I wouldn't pay four dollars for those. I wouldn't be happy with them if I paid four dollars for them. Mm-hmm. At a dollar fifty, like I only need very marginal enjoyment for that to be worthwhile because you get like the aesthetic of the newsprint. Um Garrett, you can send me your poll list and I'll tell you what to get rid of. Um Get rid of all black. the black mass stuff because they never come out. Yeah, it just it simplifies things to get rid of the stuff that's not actually being published by people. Um <laughs> Aaron's good at cutting his pull list. Aaron picks up titles specifically just so he could talk about how he's dropping them. <laughs> uh, you know, Aaron's going to have a new podcast. It's going to be uh, the the hateful hour with Aaron Bell. He's he's going to start it with Ronnie just so he can complain about how Ronnie never shows up. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's going to be it's going to be called. Uh, oh, you know what? He could just call it "Fuck You" with Aaron Bell. It's already it's already there. It's a web page. Um, yes, Garrett, you're welcome. Although I will say, I do still get the uh, the Black Mask books because um, when they do come out, they're actually really good. Um, That's except, the kind of thing Kim I would Kim. say. Get it, get it in trade because if they can ever actually get a story out so they can publish a damn trade, then you get the whole story at once. So you don't forget what's going on, and then that way you're not risking the money along the way of. You know, like, I read a couple issues of Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. They were pretty good. The third issue came out, and I was not going to buy it because, you know what, they don't deserve my money because it took them that long to get that out. And can I trust that the fourth issue is going to come out? But if people they people are just too quick to, oh, well, well, maybe it'll get better. I mean, if you love a title because you love the title, like... God, I've said the same thing before, but like I will keep getting Ninja Turtles even if I think it's getting kind of mediocre because that's worth it to me to say, well, maybe it'll get better because you know what? I love Ninja Turtles. I like, I mean, getting the covers. Like, how many times do people go out and they buy some comic book thing, whether it be a poster, a print, a picture, uh, a figure, et cetera, et cetera, because they like the property, right? So buying a comic is just like buying one of those things it's it's just to look at the cover is worth the cost of four dollars if you like the cover Mm -hmm. so just factors like that like i could stick with ninja turtles if i thought it wasn't good uh which i i've never felt that way about the idw series uh although some of the um the mini series going along with it sometimes i haven't been real impressed by those but it's like those continue to be worth it for me but people do that with stuff that Aren't isn't the things that they love, you know? Mm-hmm. All the time, and they you get twelve issues of a comic because maybe it'll get better. And I mean, if you're not getting a discount, that's forty eight dollars, and that's only one title. And when you if you're getting seventy five or a hundred titles, that's a lot of money that you're wasting. And even if you look at one month of it, it's like, oh well, it's this much money over the course of a year. That's a lot of freaking money. So, so I'm not going to talk Batman. Um... But I mean, that would be an example, right? So at three ninety nine per book, or two whatever it is, two ninety nine per book. So that's six dollars a month on a book I'm not even reading right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, with Batman for you, that's a good example of one where you can keep getting it even if you're not enjoying the writing because you've loved Batman for so long, and at some point it's going to move on from Tom King to a different writer, and at some point you'll be able to go back and read them and take them for what they are, but it's different when it's not the thing right now, you know? You can look back on something and appreciate it a little bit more, whereas in the moment, you'd be like, this this isn't what I want, so I want it to change. Yeah. That's going to change your perspective of it. Um, I have watched some of Glow on Netflix. 
it's interesting. I am not sure how much I like it or not. Like, it's totally watchable, but it's... I don't know. I just don't... I, I don't 100% know how I feel about it. It's like I keep watching it, and I absolutely would not miss it if I didn't watch anymore. Mm-hmm. Have I you have, watched it, I, have, I haven't watched it yet. It's on my, uh, it's on my queue. I've yeah, heard good things, a, though. Like, even from people that don't watch wrestling. So, that I mean, I'm assuming it's a good show. Yeah, yeah like, honestly, it's, it's a show that I think... I don't think it's trying to appeal to wrestling fans as much as it's trying is it's just appealing to fans of a certain type of genre of like comedy drama whatever Mm -hmm. um i'd say it's more on the comedy side than the drama side although there are dramatic elements but uh yeah like i i could see potentially my wife watching it liking it more than i do and she she doesn't give a flying fuck about wrestling (laughs) um (laughs) Jay says uh, everyone should cut their pro list and add Catalyst Prime books. Um, I agree. I read that first Catalyst Prime one, the the free comic book day event. Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty good. That's one where if I had the money, like I would grab those books just because it would be worth like those would be worth giving a shot to because the like at the minimum I'm going to get at least enough enjoyment that it's not going to be a waste of money. Even mm-hmm. if I after a little while I'm like meh, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't have money for that shit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm reading Noble. Noble's really good. Um, I'm still not sure about Excel so much. Uh, that's the like the the Flash book basically. Um, is is Superb out? Could somebody tell me in chat if Superb is out? Um, I haven't checked, and I'm so behind on my books that I don't even know. Like I might even have it in my box somewhere. Uh, I'm binging Silicon Valley, dude. Yeah, Silicon Valley. If you have HBO, you should go watch that. It's fucking awesome. Nobody has HBO. Ain't nobody that rich. Dude, you you pay for a month of HBO and you go watch all, whatever, three, four seasons that are out. Ain't Um, nobody got that time. The only book I don't enjoy, The Artist Excel. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Excel's kind of weird. Oh, Superb is out. Issue one, two yeah, weeks ago. Okay. What, what the hell are we? Is this all Catalyst Prime shit? This is uh, this is the all new, all different Catalyst Prime Central Podcast, episode one. <laughs> I read I read the free comic book day issue of Catalyst Prime on Comicsology for free. That's the extent of my Catalyst Prime reading. So, so I, I will say that we're going to talk about comics I don't read. Can we at least talk about comics that I want to make fun of that I don't read, like uh, Aftershock stuff? <laughs> Uh, the, the free comic book day special was great, but it was written by Christopher Priest. And I know this came up in our Facebook chat. He's writing Deathstroke. So if you like Deathstroke, go pick that up. Um, yeah, I, I requested the first two trades from my library. Nice. Free. So so I started... That's, that's I started, for you, Nick. I started that last week. Um, and see, all right, so let me tell you this. So using you, a library? You, yeah, using the library. You always complain, yeah. okay, that you recommend something to me. I never complain. I've never once complained. Yeah, you never complain. Okay. So you always complain that you recommend something, and I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And then Nick recommends it, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to go get it right now. You always complain (laughs) about that. Okay. Yeah, well, that's because it's true. Nick, well, partially true. Nick has been telling me to use the library for, I don't know, how long long has Nerd Legion been on? Like two years, probably. Uh, Just because you're fiscally irresponsible doesn't (laughs) make it not true that you don't. Do stuff until Nick tells you to. Well, so that's the weird thing, because like movies and TV, I don't give two shits. Like I, I'd much rather just like rent it or stream it somewhere. Um, but comics, like I just want to have them. You know, comic floppies or trade. I just want to have them. I want to own them. And yet, all I've been hearing for the last year is, oh, I want to get rid of these comics. I got too many comics. Got to cut down. Got to cut down. <laughs> and I had cut down, and then I started back up again. That's why you got to stick to, like, you have the stuff that you buy because you want to own it, but you have to differentiate between what do I want to own and what do I just want to read. If you just want to read it, get it from the library. And once you read it, if you loved it and want to own it, then buy it. It's it's not like it costs you more money to do it that way. Well, you know, so, so it's, I, I'm sorry to do that because, you know, there's – you know, like the, the new X-Men books came out for Marvel, and I want to read those. Mm-hmm. I got the first issues, and I was like, I don't want to buy these every month uh, because I can't add that kind of money. Um, so I was like, well, I'll get the trades. Then I would, after a while, I thought about it. I was like, why, why do I want to buy the trades? I'll get them from the library when they have them available. And I don't care how long I wait because it's not like I need to keep up to date on, on that. Um, 
And then, you know what, if I read them and I really love them, I start buying them then. It's not like they're, you're not going to be able to find them at that point, you know? Uh, Runny, fuck you. Uh, they all went out. Uh, I know at the XO went I can't remember who. Oh, Jeff won the XO. That went out. Um, that's been sent. Uh, I, so I, I, I didn't say uh, this was a U.S.-only giveaway, but there were two winners last week that uh, are from the land of Canada. Um so all those went out as well. All, all the prizes are gone. Everything went out Friday. So Ronnie, go fuck yourself. Um, back to this. So I started using the library. The library's freaking awesome. And actually, it's Zoe's fault. Um, I don't want to say fault. That's the wrong thing. Um, Zoe loves reading. Loves reading. And I, I've, I've gotten her to read quite a few comics. Um, but finding, finding comics that are good for kids to read it's kind of hard you know what i'm saying like if you want like you can give him t- uh, like turtles right like you can give sammy turtles and he'll enjoy it um but like i can't give zoe turtles right but at the same time like I don't, well it's not her thing um like she might enjoy it but it's not her thing what about my little pony um, well so that's the thing so she does read my little pony um she's read some adventure time like things like that um, but but I Boom want, has all kinds of kids books. I Kaboom, want, they have the Kaboom line. Well, there's Kaboom, right? So I need to ask Chris about stuff in Kaboom that she can read. Um, but like for for weeks, she's been asking to go to the library, and I thought the library closed at six, and usually I pick her up at six. So by the time I get home, it's like six thirty, seven o'clock, um, and I was like, the library's closed. Well, finally, I actually went to the library website and looked up their hours, and they close at 8. So I was like, well, they close at 8, we'll just go. We spent, like, two hours in the library, and she put, like, 30 books on hold. And uh, I got to tell you, it was freaking awesome. I picked up, I posted on Twitter, I got a uh, Jack Kirby sci-fi stories um, hardcover from the 60s, I think it is, um, which I started reading, and it's freaking awesome. Like I'm gonna tell you, Paul. If I if I cut down my pull list, uh, what I'll what'll end up happening is I'm just gonna buy like a shit ton of stuff from the like the 50s and and the 40s and the 60s. Yeah, and that's the thing is when you cut down on the stuff that you don't really enjoy for the value, mm-hmm. it frees it frees you up to get other stuff. Like I was looking, uh, I was trying to read through a bunch of stuff I had that I wanted to send to Jay uh, because he needs to read good X Men comics and and start reading and appreciating X Men. Um, and I had bought a bunch of, they, they were doing the true believer $1 issues and they had one for giant size X-Men, which I read that I had bought four essential X-Men trades from, uh, from my LCS. He had them, they were used and he had them for four bucks each. So I was like, cool, a shitload of comics, four bucks a, a pop. So $16, I got like over a hundred X-Men comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read it like that in black and white. Well, I didn't read it again in the in the floppy, but uh, I flipped through it and seeing the artwork with color was like it looks so good. So then I, you know, so I'm like, well, I would really like to get the the omnis, and you can get the the uh, the uncanny X, uncanny X Men omnis for they're a hundred dollar books, you know, but you get them for fifty five dollars on in stock trades. So I can't afford that at all right now, but you know if. If I had, like, a normal pull list of comics, all I would have to do is cut out, you know, say you cut out two comics a month. That's eight bucks a month. Mm -hmm. After a few months, I could buy that omnibus just because I cut out two books I didn't even like or didn't, didn't get the, you know, didn't get that much out of. Then you get an omnibus that you can spend a ton of time reading. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, it's, you just have to have your priorities straight. There's stuff you want more than the shit that you're getting that you don't really want. It's true. All right, we're going to do this. Sometime next week, we're going to have a, a, a stream. People can come on, and uh, we'll judge my pull list. I'll put everything on a, on a spreadsheet, and we'll go through it. Uh, I, don't think we'll, I don't think we'll do it on this podcast, um, but I'll do it on, on something. It'll be on somewhere. Is that fair? Squirrel Girl is banned from... Uh... From the the podcast chat. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not giving Squirrel Girl my daughter to do anything. Um, however, the, the the actress that's playing Squirrel Girl in that TV show they're doing is pretty hot, so I will give you that. 
Uh, Martin, go to the library. It's like him mailing out prizes. All right, we went to that. Library still exists? Yes, Jack. Maybe not in North Carolina. Do they, do they know how to read in North Carolina? I don't know. Doesn't Jack have a tech job and he's just like, I don't know how to do anything or use anything. Uh, uh, let's see. Da, 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 scroll down. No. Princeless? Alex, what's that? S s send me a message on Twitter, Alex. Um, your, th your, your prize went out Friday. He's, he's one of the Canadians. I know. He sent me a message. He was very excited he won. He said he was falling asleep during our podcast. Shame on you. You know what? Uh, Aaron Bell, you work for the, the United States Postal Service. I need you to get this prize and don't let it cross the border. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, squirrel, yeah, no squirrel. Quit talking about Squirrel Girl. There will be no Squirrel Girl in this fucking house. All right. Your pull list is bad and you should feel bad. Uh, my pull list is great, but I do feel bad. Your, your pull list is bad. You got you got some Xenoscope on there. That stuff's terrible. No, I have zero Xenoscope. Um, and really, I'm like to the point where there's not much Marvel I can cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, so X-Men Blue I really like. Uh, so I'm going to keep reading that. Um, Moon Knight is done, I think. Right? Moon Knight's done. Somebody tell me. Uh, Moon Knight, rest in peace. Like, I'm so, I'm, as a Moon Knight fan, I'm used to that. You know what I'm saying? Like... Moon Knight it gets canceled like every six months. Um, yes, I do use DCBS, and um, can you not double your pull list? I don't want to double my pull list. That's the thing. I, I went to DCBS to save money because I did it pretty early, and I was only collecting Valiant at the moment. Um, so it was like, well, I don't even know what it was. Twenty bucks to get it, all the Valiant books, and uh, and there was like a few random things, but like it was like forty, fifty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like pretty. Like that's people can handle that, um, but then like I, somebody talks about something and I enjoy it, so I want to read it, and I might get like a digital copy or try to get a preview copy, um, and I really like it, so I want to get the next issue. And uh, after a while, the pull this builds up. Um, when you do DCBS, you're paying so little for your books that you're like, well, you know, I can add like two or three more books. Um, and then when you do that, it's a problem because uh, then you end up getting seventy-five to hundred bucks. So there you go. Yeah, you still end up spending like forty bucks too much each month, or more than you intended to. Oh yeah, for, for sure. I was looking at DCBS because I was weighing my options. Like, did I want to do the Valiant deal there? And there's only a couple other books that I get really. So I was looking at like, do I want to do that, and or do I want to like just stick to my shop and minimize what I do? And you know, I started looking. I was like, "Well, if I do this, and I can get this. Oh, and I can get this too." And suddenly, I'm not saving any money, and I'm risking spending even more money. It gets really mm, tempting, yeah. really easy. Oh, look at that! Perfect, Chris. Is that you, Chris Parton? It's got to be. Who else would be Boom Addiction? Uh, we got to talk about uh, Kaboom later. Uh, and Jeff, uh, Young Blood is terrible. Yeah, I, th I thought that was you. I think he says he has it on his puke list, so that works. Oh, on his puke list. I think that was supposed to be poll. Yeah, poll. Because he, then he said new series is actually good. Um, it was okay. It was okay. I actually, uh, I actually enjoy the '90s series a lot more than the current one. Got a Deathstroke? Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's my brother. It's about time he joined. Where you been? He's been there, fool. Oh, has he? Been talking shit about you this whole time. Good, about time somebody did. See, so Deathstroke's an example of what I was saying about going to the library, though. Uh, I have looked at that and be like, uh, I, I want to read this. Should I buy it? But I'm like, nope, nope, I don't want to spend the money. So many times. And finally, I was like, why don't I just get it from the library? So I, I, I have them coming. If I read them and love them, I could buy them then. But, you know, rather than just buying everything and then regretting half of what you spend, that costs a lot of money, mm. or never reading something because you don't want to spend the money because you're not sure if it'll pay off or not. Use the library. Learn from Nick. Yep. Yep. Nick's a genius. Everyone should listen to what Nick does. Yeah, you guys were all young and stupid in the 90s. 
I, I remember so looking at 90s comics in the 90s, and I was like, I'm not reading this shit. And I was a kid. That's funny, because Howard Chaykin said that, too. Yeah, Howard Chaykin... I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, I know you don't care. You're probably not going to listen. But for anyone that wants to hear some very interesting thoughts, uh, go listen to this Sunday Comics podcast. Uh, Daryl interviewed Howard Chaykin, and it was actually really good. And uh, you know what? Howard Chaykin put it in Daryl's butt, like, live on air. So that was uh, that was pretty enjoyable. Um, but no, seriously, it was a good interview. I told Daryl that. Like, I joked with him a little bit, but uh, it was it was really interesting. Really interesting. Um, what else we got? Quit making excuses for Black Mask people. They're doing okay. They have a couple of books that come out sometimes. Um, so I'm going to say that, yes. But, you know, Rosenberg is tied up at Marvel. Um, the stuff that you should be reading now, if, you, if you're really into indie stuff, um, that does interesting books that a, a wider audience will enjoy. Uh, Catalyst, we already said. Uh, Catalyst Prime from Lionforge. Um, but the stuff coming out from Vault is really interesting. Um, Heathen is really, really good. Um, Jay and Dennis can probably give me the other one. There's another book that's really good that's out now. Um, and Donnie Cates has a new book. Uh, comes out, I think, August or September. Um, oh, Cal Exit, yes. Cal Exit is really good. That's a good point. Um, it's, a, it's a little political, but not too bad, so I agree. Um, this, uh, who can tell me what the Donnie Cates book from Vault is? I know somebody knows. We we need to get back on track here and get talking about baseball cards. There will be no baseball card talk. Fail safe. That's Travis uh, requested that we talk about uh, terrible comic book collectible cards. Oh god! <laughs> you mentioned that the Mar- what were they, Travis? The Marvel uh, masterpieces or whatever. Uh, I kind of remember those. The, so the problem with with collectible comic cards during that time is uh it was just as bad with sports cards too and everything but they were all overprinted and cheap and uh there was nothing of value in them so like if you're collecting them like it's one thing anytime i got comic cards it's because i got them at like kb toy stores for like five dollars for a whole box of cards instead of spending you know like a few bucks a pack um they they were always fun to open but man some of those cards were shit like uh, what was the the Valiant one? Yeah, I know Valiant had a couple different sets. Uh, there were a few sets. Valiant Era was that the first set? There were two Valiant Era sets. So um, the first set of Valiant Era cards, there is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be able to buy one box of those cards and complete a set because there are you get so many cards. That is terrible packaging job that you can't complete that set in one box. I got two boxes from Dawn for like five bucks because they're worthless mm. still didn't complete the set that's just that's disgraceful that is horrible horrible packaging but you know if you if you look on ebay sometimes there are full collections you can buy and i will say it's not the same thing um, yeah but on ebay you, you, you can buy now. full collections oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you want them to have all of them anybody that's listening go on ebay and buy the full collection because you'll probably spend about the same maybe even less than you would on buying a box of the cards you won't have a chance of getting the insert cards, but none, there, there's nothing worthwhile in the insert cards. They're kind of cool, like holofoil cards and stuff like that sometimes. But in two boxes, I got like a couple of those fucking things. They don't have any like – if they had something like if they had cards with autographs from the creators or anything like that, that would make it worthwhile. Like when Valiant did those little packs of cards where every pack – they were expensive packs, but every pack came with a, a sketch card from like a legit artist – that gives the value to it. So, I mean, you could open the pack and throw away the the other trading cards out of every pack, and it wouldn't matter because you're getting your value in that one thing that you're guaranteed. That's why the, the price was the mm-hmm. price that it was. Yeah, cards back then were just terrible, and uh, the the cool thing was going through and seeing some of the artwork and stuff like that. Because typically, I mean, it's highlighting the best art that they had, not just with Valiant cards, but the Marvel cards. I remember being exposed to so many characters who I had no freaking clue who they were because they like just really scraped the bottom of the barrel with <laughs> filling out the card set. Like I remember getting Marvel cards and coming across Typhoid Mary. 
I still don't really know who she is in the grand scheme of things, but uh, as a kid, you. I was just like, boobies. I don't know who Josh Stradage is, but uh, Reactor is Donnie's book. Thank you. You you get a cookie for today. Josh right. Stradage is Josh. Josh, which Josh? Oh, is that Eve's? I don't know, really. Oh, J- Josh Stradage, <laughs> who are you? Put it in the chat. Let me know who you are. Do I know you? Um, my brother has my old cards. Yeah, I'm sure you do, you mother effer. Um, all right, so let me tell you what my problem is with, with, with our baseball card talk. Okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm including this in all card talk. Um, get val- Oh, get valiant, Josh. Josh uh, Deck. No, not Deck. Oh, get, oh, get Valiant, Rathburn. God, you're the worst. Listen, there's like uh, how many? How many? Can somebody count the number of Valiant podcasts? Well, there's one that matters. All right, Travis corrected me on chat. Um, I forgive you because you're Travis. All right. Anyway, um, the Archer of Valiant podcast. Yes. 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 Ah. <sighs> But anyway, so I have the bet with uh, with Ehart uh, that he foolishly made that the Rockies were going to win the division. The Dodgers are 15 games up on the Rockies now. So I'm going to be getting three trades from Justin come the end of the season. Hmm. So i got to decide what three trades I want. Do I want to get three Valiant trades? Do I want to go somewhere else with that? Trade suggestions, people. What should I get from Ehart for my prizes? Trade suggestions for well, I mean, it's from Ehart, so that's uh, that's kind of like a wide array. You know what I'm saying? He'll buy what I tell him to buy. Oh, so it's not like trades he already has. No, he, he said I get whatever a pick. you want. Holy cow! Yeah. He he bet me three trades uh, versus uh, four pounds of coffee for me. Holy cow! Hey, when's when's football season start? Uh, in about a month. Okay, just checking. Beginning of September. Just checking. Yeah, gonna... we have the the Valiant Central League. Uh, we we got it all filled out. Got some new people in. Lost some dead weight that didn't want to be around. I'm just waiting on uh, on you to send me dues. On uh, Adam to send me dues. Uh, me but do he that. told me. I actually got a message, Adam, because he said the end of the month, and it's the beginning of the next month now. Oh, but sure. Andy. Yeah. Okay. Andy, you got to get off your ass. I've been messaging you, and you haven't messaged me back just because you're busy buying comic book shops. <laughs> yeah, we added uh, Dennis to the league. Justin's in the league. Uh, Dewan is actually co-managing with Dustin, so we have somebody on deck if anybody uh, should not fulfill their duties. Uh, who else do we add? We added somebody else. Sparkman. Yeah, Sparkman we Listen, added to the league. You're the league manager. I don't know. Um... Yeah, you don't even pay attention to your own fucking team, dude. I just right now my time is very limited, so let's get to my to my PSA. Okay, I'm gonna do a PSA right now. Um, when 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 did we talk about the new Valiant website? It's been a while, right? It's been like a couple months. I Jay, like... I was actually thinking about getting Love and Rockets books. That's not a bad idea, isn't there? There's a new one. Oh wait, that's not in trade though. Um, so there's a new Valiant website out. Um, if you go to the, uh, the little comic section, uh, they, they actually did a pretty good job, whoever whoever did this. Um, the website's terrible, but the uh, the comic section is uh, pretty good. So I'm going to do a, a public service announcement. Um, I talked to Paul very briefly about this a couple weeks ago. Um, my time is very limited. I know a lot of people rely on the, uh, the database to do things. Uh, I just don't have time to keep up with it. Um, so if, if anyone is willing to, uh, take over the adding, uh, new books part, um, let me know, send me a message, uh, on Twitter, preferably because, um, I'm kind of done with Facebook. I, I don't even check it anymore except for a private chat. Um, but I know a lot of people still use the database, and I, I, I want it to stay as a, a place that people go and uh, get their information. So you can send me a message. If you want to take over the whole thing, like you want to pay for the bill, uh, thumbs up. Uh, you can send me an email. 
Um, now you know what? Just tweet at me. That'd be the easiest thing. And uh, let me know, because I just don't have time, and I don't I don't want to shut it down. Um, Valley's doing a good job on their website, putting up kind of some of the same information. Um, so let me know. That's my PSA for the week. This has been the Valley Stitch Podcast, episode 136. Paul's at who's Paul. I'm at Geekvine. The show's at Valley underscore Central. And uh, let's see, nerdlegion at gmail.com is the email address. And that's it. We're done. I might come back on the live stream and do something. Oh, yes. Thank you, Julian. Buy some Valley Stitch Podcast slash Nerd Legion mugs. Uh, you can go to nerdlegion.threadless.com. Um, I know I got two orders today, so whoever that was, thank you. That was awesome. And that's it. We're done. We'll see you next week, 137. Have a good night.